The following content has been produced by at least one nigga that is honest enough to tell you that y'all have to chill with putting Old Bay seasoning in everything. Start the show. Just saying, bro, nigga, they have Old Bay goldfish. Huh? They have Old Bay seasoned goldfish. Now, if they have Tony Sachery's seasoned goldfish, there's no limit on that. I would say I might be interested in that. <laughs> they have it literally, is Old Bay seasoned goldfish. We don't need that. We don't need that. And it's one of those things. Now y'all y'all talked all that shit about salmon, <clears throat> but the shit that y'all let ride, nigga, y'all let. Remember when they were putting Hennessy on and in everything? Oh man, Hennessy fried are, wings. Are you being critical of that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Hennessy fried wings. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's just not necessary. They got to chill. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week and foolishness and fuckery. I'm your boy, Oz. And I don't fuck with the outside. <laughs> I'm looking out this window. It, it just looks it hot. Look hot. <laughs> it looks hot. It looks hot. It looks hot. It looks, you can see the heat yeah. on the concrete, fam. Like shit is waving. Yeah, man. I don't like none of that out there. Shit out here looking like Fury Road. <laughs> Honestly, he tried, man, my man, the Uber driver tried to crack the window. Nah, man. You better crank the AC up. He tried to, well, he tried to crack the window because, I don't know, some niggas just like the window cracked on the freeway. Nah, fam. <laughs> Seal this motherfucker <laughs> yes. up. Blast you better just AC. waste the Freon. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm, I'm sure the the Uber rates have gone up along with the price of gas. Uh, they're, they're evening out right now. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to complain. They're evening out for the moment, but I, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah. Summer's only just gotten started. Um, It is episode, ooh, I think 185. Let me see. Is it 185 or 184? Something. Yeah, I'm rounding it up. Uh. <laughs> Let me see. You know, I don't I don't number very well anymore. It is 184. Uh yeah, 184. Uh how was your week, D. Randall? Uh shitty. Shitty. Uh it was my return to civilization. Oh boy. Um a reminder to myself, a daily reminder to myself that I am not, in fact, independently wealthy. Oh yeah. And I do have to show up for a job in order to live the lifestyle that I want to live. Oh boy, yeah, so, I hear you. So fuck people. Uh, agreed. Um, I had a similar week, but I did have some personal reprieve. Oh yeah. 
we just got the news mm-hmm. that my branch will be closing down at the end of the month. What? It will be closing that the last day of work will be the 30th of this month. So you don't have to quit. I, I, it's true. I don't have to fucking... I don't have to fucking quit. Hit air horns. You made it. It's over. <laughs> it will literally, it's like, it will literally be a year of this shit. Like, it will have been a year of darkness. Damn. It's over. I'm literally counting down. It 26, is it 26 or 25? Days to go. You didn't have to send in. You didn't have to write the breakup letter. I didn't. I didn't. Damn. And, and I, honestly, and I feel bad because I, I had a feeling in my head that it was coming because it was showing all the same signs of right before half price got the news. Mm-hmm. But, and I feel bad also because the people that have been there a long time, their severance is is unconscionable. And if I had worked there for more than a year, I would probably be living right next to them. But for me, it's a mercy killing. Yes. Because I don't know how much longer, I don't know how long I would have stayed at that job out of necessity yeah. being miserable. And that's, that's tough because that happens to way too many people. It does. And it's fucked up. It's fucked up that it even has to happen that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't feel bad. I feel free. I'm still looking. I'm still going to be looking for work regardless. And yeah. I'm getting a bonus for staying there until the end of the month. I'm free. Damn. I'm going to show my fucking ass next month. <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire you? Exactly. I'm not even supposed to be talking about it now. Oh, damn. Oh, man, this fucking NDA. Man, whatever, bro. Yeah. Fuck, man, whatever. You didn't say where you were. I didn't. I didn't. I have not mentioned the company at all. Um, so I've, I've got the news Wednesday. I made peace, and I'm just counting down. That is dope. Until, I can, until the day I can... The only drawback is that because... We're going to be shutting things down and getting rid of shit, all that shit, pretty quickly. Because shutting anything down in a month is fast. It is. We're going to be seeing more of the white woman. Mm. The white woman has made an appearance. You know, she has ascended to the boss of you. And I knew what was up. And they were like, oh, man, she, you know, she's bringing the crew. She's bringing the crew donuts tomorrow. Of course, this white broad okay. is exactly the type. To bring uh fucking to go to Shipley's and come back with the fucking assorted batch of donuts that nobody ever asked for. Just get us a dozen plain glaze. How hard is that? No one ever asked for the assorted donuts. What you, what you do is you get the glaze and you get a dozen assorted in case people want other shit. But you start with the basics. You know for a fact the glaze are gonna hit. We're sitting here talking about Immediately slap. Yeah. Immediately slap. She brushed out no glazed? Just all iced and assorted? There were like three glazed in there. I'm pretty sure I stole two. Unacceptable. 
unconscionable. You got you got to start. You got the the glazed for everyone is a foundation of of all donut diplomacy. Correct. Why is that so hard? Regardless of where you get donuts from, start with a dozen glazed. I'm you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take it up a notch and order Krispy Kreme for everybody just to show people how it's done. You're not a Krispy Kreme person. I am a I'm a Shipley's purist. I I love Shipley's. I I'm one of those people. I love both. I love what both have to offer. Krispy Kreme has a very unique melting your mouth, not in your hand kind of thing going. That's your teeth melting <laughs> from the fucking sugar. <laughs> That's what Krispy Kreme offers. I'm oh. not even saying I, like Krispy Kreme is not bad. That shit is sweet on a level that it hurts. It is quite sugary. You are correct. Um, it is. It, it's like it, it's like if you get the lifted the lifted iced tea mix, mm-hmm. and you just and you put a little too much in there. Well, when you get the 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 mix that's already sweetened, yeah, and then you add your own sugar to it. Oh, see, that's who does that? That's that's wrong. I've done that before. Oh my god! Instant regret. I bet. <laughs> You know, you know, who used to do that. Shout out to any, shout out to my local, my local niggas. Thelma's, Thelma's clearly had the Lipton lemon tea mix back there. Yeah, and they just, I, I guess they just made the tea by the cup, <laughs> <laughs> and just put the mix in the cup and went for it. That shit was sweet as. Fuck. Yeah, they're chewing your teeth. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I miss Thelma's Barbecue. Shout out to Thelma's. Shout out to Third Ward. Um, shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? Why are y'all not inside? Y'all, there's anything y'all can be doing. What? Do, do y'all not have central air? Well, I, I, let me tell you, my New York niggas don't know nothing about central air. <laughs> all of them got a, got a, all of my niggas got a wall unit. Let's go. Got that hard wall unit that they used to have in the temporary buildings at school. Oh man, that whole and that whole be going loud to the bitch. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the 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 first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out. This is my first. This is, this is our first time being able to do this. Okay. Shout out to all my niggas. On Patreon, Uh-oh. the patrons, the 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 I don't, well, I don't know what we're gonna call, we'll call them. The patrons, the patrons. Uh, we're gonna call y'all the patrons. I, okay, we'll go with that. Um, it's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. But it's it, 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 it's in the works for a liquor that acts like a diuretic. <laughs> oh man, I have some. I have some Patron at the house, and it's just, it's not going anywhere. It has not moved in probably two years. Dang. It will continue to not move. Um, Shout out to Joel. Shout out to Chef. Shout out to Liz. What up, twin? Shout out to A.A. Ron. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shout out to my, shout out to Lee. Shout out to David Santiago. Shout out to Rob Montgomery Jr. Welcome to the club, y'all. Welcome to the other side of the paywall. Y'all, y'all, y'all are really 
y'all really breathing rarefied air. Mm. There's going to be more to come. Don't breathe too deeply. But y'all are the first. You don't know where that air came from. That's true, too. <laughs> that is true, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, shout out to y'all on the other side of paywall. Everybody seems to be happy so far for the first week. Um, I will see y'all on the Discord. Mm. Uh, by the way, um, y'all, when y'all sign up for, like, when y'all actually, like, start logging in, I see y'all have started already logging into the Discord. Um, please make yourself known as to your name and uh, whatever else because y'all have y'all little internet handles on Discord. Throws me the fuck off. Rob Montgomery hit and threw me off. You know? uh, and he, he's JR in the Discord. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, well. He had to let me know in the inbox. So, uh, some of y'all are already doing that. So, welcome there. We'll we'll chop it up in there. Um, we got we. I'm I'm so I have to thank y'all. Honestly, we got good shit coming. Uh, Great we got, shit. We got fantastic shit coming. We're even gonna add another tier, eventually. Uh, we mentioned this one episode briefly as a little tease, but mm-hmm. eventually all that shit's coming. And all y'all pay for this shit, it's all going to making us a better podcast. On some level or another. <laughs> <clears throat> Where the money's going? Where's the money's going? You won't be able to tell. You know, I won't be able to explain it to you. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, going forward, giving flowers. I was going to give flowers to Coco Golf. Nice, nice. Very nice. Uh, the tennis the, the the tennis prodigy, the young tennis prodigy. I, at this point, I believe she has become the youngest. Wait, let me get this right. Let me flip to it. Uh, it always just rest- it always just starts me at the top of my page. Uh, whatever. Uh, the youngest Grand Slam finalist in like twenty years. Mm. Uh, that is Air Horns. That's amazing because. These young, these young people, the young people will always like super, they will always improve on the past generation. Mm-hmm. And then they all, and, and they always get younger. Yeah. Because I believe she's younger than Naomi Osaka and Naomi Osaka probably isn't even 25. What? Man, where did I go wrong? I, I, I'm telling you, I have this. I have this conversation with myself all the time, and somehow, some way, it's always Justin Simeon's fault. <laughs> I tell the story all the time. It's always Justin Simeon's fault, and it's not his fault. Um, he was just in proximity to when I had potential, when yeah. I was like seven. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, we said it before. We're all where we need to be. Um it just happens that we need to not be rich. Um, so shout out to Coco Golf. Hit her with the air horns. Going to humans ain't shit. Um, this is an interesting discourse that was, I guess it, it was part jokes and part experiences. And it turned into kind of an interesting discussion. 
since Memorial Day, there have been people that have been kind of, uh, I guess, pondering what has happened to the concept of the cookout. And by the way, Memorial Day was just a week ago. Correct. Okay. Um, and so, like that, I guess I, I guess there was less of people going around. You know, you you were you know the tradition. Everybody got them homeboys that's like, um, oh, I'm gonna make my rounds, go collect my plates. I am them. <clears throat> I, I I too am them. Um, and I guess there was less of that happening. I don't know personally because I had already made up my mind to stay my black ass in the house for various reasons. Um, I had turned, well, I turned up on Saturday, but anyway. Um, so there was, I, I, there was a, there was two different sides to this discourse. One side was that it feels like there's less of the cook, of the cookout being touted as a tradition. And with that, there's a lot of like kind of generational yeah, to their credit. The cookout is one of those multi, one of those few multi-generational things that we still have. Um, and that there was less of that. And when there's less of that, there's less of um, recipes and things like that being handed down to the next generation. I read one, I read one tweet that got a lot of traction about where uh, her, uh, this lady and her, and her dude were grilling and they needed a break. And there were no men, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to come back to the fact that they seem to single out the black men, but there were no men that felt comfortable taking over the grill. As a man, as a black man. It is our birthright <laughs> to put on that apron and to grab those tongs and to stand in front of a hot grill. In penny loafers. Or open-toed sandals. Or open-toed sandals, um, sweating through no less than two shirts. You are not a man. <clears throat> Everybody's done it once. If you don't sweat through your sweat towel. Oh, yeah. Every, oh, everything's <laughs> drenched. Everything. It is. It is our. It is. It is a rite of passage in doing so. And I only say that because I was dumped in front of the grill and left there uh, by uh, by my uncles and my older cousins. And what this know, year? Not this year. But okay. when you know, like like the rite of passage in my family was never like, let me teach you how to do it. Right. It was, hey, hold this real quick. I'm gonna be right back. And next thing you know, you've been standing in front of the grill for five hours. Oh, oh why yeah. your uncles get fucked up and 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 under pressure you better not you better not fuck up anything on that grill don't you fuck it yeah that's true so if you got to get uncle if you got to call uncle mike over real quick and uncle mike comes and you know he has to kind of turn turn a couple of them pieces over by hand just to show you like what it should look like now he's not gonna pick up them tongs because you know once you pass the tongs, say, that's it. You're... It's not coming back. So he's gonna he's gonna reach in the fire and flip that shit with his hand just to show you, like, yeah, it's supposed to look like this on the outside on both sides. All right, when you get it like that, just take it off, let it sit for about ten minutes, and then you tell people to come over. 
See them hot dogs right there? You got to wait till them hot dogs get that little blister. Get that little right blister there. right That's there on the end. end. It's not burnt. That just means it's good. You just want it to blister just a little bit. Once you see a little bit of black, pop, you go and take that off. Set it out to the side for about 10 minutes. And then let everybody know the food ready. You right. You I'm right. Be, I'm going to be right back, though, Neff. I'm going to be right back. Five hours later. We'll not see them again <laughs> for hours. Um, and the other side to the argument, which... Uh, kind of, which I I have to admit, kind of represents my view on it is mm-hmm. times is rough, inflation is real, niggas is broke. These grocery prices ain't no punk. These grocery prices are a bitch, boy. And, and let me tell you something: it's already hard. We were talking about this on the money on the on the money and booty shorts episode of our Patreon series, uh, which you can always subscribe to on Patreon.com. Um, we were talking about this then. It is hard, as it is, uh, in normal times, to get people to contribute to the to the groceries. What are you bringing? That's always a that's a group chat. Um, and so these food prices going up, boy. Everybody can't bring the sodas. Every, right, everybody cannot bring the fucking sodas. Um. Or cups. Y'all all went to, I know y'all all went and took advantage of the same Kroger sale. Y'all ain't slick. Hey man, don't be showing up to any cookout of mine with no damn Dr. K or <laughs> Mr. Thunder <laughs> ass sodas. Like, honestly, Big Red is pushing it. If you're going to sign up to bring sodas to my cookout, that shit better be brand name. Correct. I'm just saying. Correct. Even if it's orange soda, it better be it, it better be a, a, a noted be, orange. It better be that, Fanta, Fanta or Sunkissed or Sunkissed. That's yes. really all you that's get. It. Maybe a Shasta. A, a, a Shasta can pass. Shasta cool. Um, regionally, just, depending on what region you're in, Fago can work too. I'll allow it. They fuck with Fago like on the East Coast. I believe. I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, I've only recently just seen Fago make it down here. Don't come in here with some shit that just says cola. <laughs> you get your ass busted, boy. Yeah. Um, no H-E-B brands. Uh, they're just not as sugary. Um, but, yeah, so food prices is high. So who bringing all this shit? Also, the circles have gotten tighter. The circles have gotten like, tighter. Like, I, I can't think of... I remember just, you know, just a few years ago, my boy Frank, you know, having his annual cookout and people from across the country come together, you know. Right. You know, a few score of people yeah. come together. Now, man, you know what, man? I'll invite seven of y'all to the crib and, and, and make something. They, right. I, they're I, not going that hard yeah, these not, days. We're not really, we're not, our circle has tightened up. And also everybody that I knew was, was traveling this year, self-included. Around Memorial Day, right, and you know, outside's opened up again. People trying to break out and you know do different things. Uh, everybody's making up for lost time. Yeah. Uh, so that the circles are getting tighter. Um, gas is high. Depending on your neighborhood, it's a- not a thing where just everybody in the neighborhood is showing up because there's less and less of niggas knowing everybody in their neighborhood. Because yeah. gentrification is a thing. Yeah. So who's coming to this motherfucker? Um, gas is high. Who's commuting to this motherfucker? Also, I, I think it's a little premature to lament 
the death of the cookout. Let, let's see how Juneteenth and, and July Fourth go. I agree with that, and too. Then we'll, and then we'll we'll see what what it actually is. Like some of y'all don't do cookouts until y'all don't do cookouts unless y'all are having family reunions. And you know, I know family reunions haven't really been all the rage over the last couple of years. So your next family reunion, I think, is going to is going to dictate whether or not the cookout is truly dead. Agreed. And Agreed. You, and if you're a black man, grab them tongs. Grab pa- them tongs. Pause, just in case. Uh, and, and flip that meat again. <laughs> pause, just in case. Uh, you know, you better get on. You better get on YouTube Academy and learn something. Better find you better find an uncle. Also correct. You know, with 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 his with his silk short short set. Also correct. <laughs> you know, fully sweated through. Um, you know, hollering at at, at age inappropriate girls in the family who may or may not be your cousins. That linen suit. Yeah, that's the one that needs to show you how. Reach it all be the done. way down to the cooler girl. Yeah. Now don't don't give me no Miller Light up there at the top. I know they got some down there at the get bottom. All the way at the, the bottom. The this should be swimming. If my beer ain't swimming, I don't want no beer that ain't swimming. Look how dry that beer is. It was sitting on top of that ice. Now I need to get girl get down girl get down in that girl. Get it, down in that girl. It's, you know it's kind of fucked up uh, in retrospect having to admit. You know the last genera- the last couple of generations before us in particular, it was some nasty niggas, dog. Yeah, now you see where our generation gets it from. Well, that's true too. Uh, <laughs> accurate. Um, so I, and, and yes, I think the you know summer's just beginning. I think as some of these traditions, like going into Labor Day, Labor Day gonna tell us. I may or may not be depending on how the cash flow goes. I may or may not be here on Labor Day. I I was I was talking about this before. Uh, one of my my bucket lists is to be in New York for Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. for the West Indian Day Parade. Done it. All that ass being thrown. A lot of good food out there. A lot of good food. Oh God, I miss you know. I miss Flatbush food, man. I, I do. I just just missed the shootout the night before. <laughs> oh, like a, in Emmett Till Park. Uh, oh shit! You know they they still had part of the street. Leading to the park, um, you know, roped off with, with caution tape. Uh, there were still a couple of, of shells and casings on the ground. But that was the night before, on the day of. And honestly, I and honestly, I throw that I throw that kind of shit a break too. Only because uh white people be showing their ass for St. Patrick's Day, depending on where you live. Showing they whole ass too. The only reason the only reason the police don't say shit is because half of them there are celebrating too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, and I I think we'll I think we'll see more of uh, whether or not the cookout is done or whether or not the cookout is waning uh, as the summer goes on. Now I will say this because woke book always kills me with this. These same niggas. For years, made a joke out of soul food, mm-hmm. and and made all these jokes about us celebrating the same food that killed Big Mama. Mm. They've been doing this shit ever since Huey uh, uh, Huey on the Boondocks made this reference. This has been a thing for a long time. 
And these same niggas are mad that recipes aren't getting handed down. Look, either you want to eat that salty shit or you don't. That's what she said. <laughs> Sir. It was, it was right there, man. Sir. It was right there. God damn. That's also what she said. Come on, man. See, see. Have we forgotten who we are? No, we have not. Okay. We have not. We have, don't get don't no. We have not gotten fancier just because we got a paywall now. Fuck that <laughs> shit. This is still Houston's most savage motherfucking podcast. Um, I'll go ahead and go into song of the week on that note. You <laughs> know, slow it down a bit. Um, I came across I, sometimes I don't know what I be doing or where this comes up in my in my shuffle or my radio. When I like some of these songs, mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck this came from, but it is a bop. And when I played it for Randall, he knew it was an immediate bop. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Got, got a lot of got a lot of elements that I like to a good slow jam. So this is called "Sweet and Sour" by Amelia Moore. Um, pour yourself something. Get comfortable. Relax. It's gonna be a nice, easy. Summer day. Uh, we're here to get you through the work week, man. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
And that was Sweet and Sour by Amelia Moore. Mm. That's some, that, that, is, that is some uh, intense shit. I was feeling it. I, was I, feeling I it. like that. I like that. I was feeling it. Uh, I, I, I do want to say also, side note, I don't, I don't think I mentioned it last week. Yeah. Um, if you have not yet checked out the um, Opinions While Black featured music playlist Aha. on Spotify and or Apple Music, Aha. I can tell you it was the perfect companion oh, yeah? for a long overseas flight. Okay. You got about 10 hours worth of music in there now. Yes, and, you and, do. And man... When I tell you, I put it on and I tuned out all the white people on the plane for the, <laughs> for the duration of the trip. Um, it was nice, man. It, it, it's, it's, it really hits the spot. A good, eclectic mix of music and different moods, man. You will, you will hear some shit that you have not heard in a long time. Yeah. You'll hear some shit that you have never heard before. Um, you, will hear some, you will hear some shit that you didn't realize you have been longing to hear. Mm-hmm. There's something for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, air horns for that. Um, the Opinions Wild Black Featured Music Playlist is available on Spotify and Apple. Um, ideally, uh, updated every week. Um, so there's that. Uh, on to the rundown. Um, well, we didn't have, oh, actually, we no, I take that back. Well, I'll look it up. We did have a VI. Uh, we did have an RIP. Um, uh, if you're playing Opinions Wild Black Bingo um, and you have on your square rapper died that uh, Randall has no idea who they are. Okay. Um, Let's see who it is this week. <laughs> go ahead and fill that in. Um, Atlanta rapper Trouble. Uh, that name sounds for me. Uh, uh, died very suddenly. Um, I'm oh oh he, oh um. Let's see. Also known as Trouble DTE, Big Trouble, Trouble. Uh, he was a Def Jam. Uh, oh no, I don't know who that is. Either a Def Jam. Oh, he was. He's been on Def Jam and Interscope. No, I don't know who that is. Um, he's thirty four. Um, Damn. Died very suddenly. We don't have, apparently this is all still fresh, so they don't have any information. Um, everything just said, all the, all the links just say he died and he was 34. Um, unknown, very sudden. Uh, so uh, rest in power there. Some t- it, it's bad to say out loud. Sometimes you're just glad to hear it's not, of murder. I mean, let's let's wait to hear everything. Well, now, fair enough. Fair yes. enough. I feel because I feel like if it was, I feel like if it was a shooting or something, that would have been in the news differently. You know what I'm saying? Especially in Atlanta. Especially in the scammer capital of the world. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Um. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, rest in power to trouble. Um, uh, rest in, um, uh, condolences to the family. It, it's it's a fucked up man. It's it's just fucked up right now. It's just fucked up. You you. It's fucked up to to be glad that it's not violence. Because 
I just heard, it was just some violence today, this morning. It was a shooting. It was a shooting in Philly. Probably as as we were gearing up to start recording. It was a it was a shooting in South Philly. Three dead, fourteen injured. It's getting batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I like what are the shooters trying to fucking prove? That is a a a long story for a for a man. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. there early reports are saying that um rapper Trouble was shot in his car. Jesus Christ. So, Come on, man. Just uh I don't even get that part out the way. I don't even have a like I'll like part of me is like, oh we'll save for a Patreon, but like I don't even have a conversation starter about what what the fuck do we do? Cause it's gotta be something. I don't know. That's a longer conversation. It's man. it's it's our society. At the end of the day, our our society is sick. And, yes. and you know, people people talk about people talk about gun control and, and, and yes, there needs to be there needs to be some considerable gun control in this country. Still don't know why, you know. A, a regular person like you and me needs to get an assault rifle. Um, but I, I think even outside of that, our society is just, our society, American society, is very sick. And capitalism is one of those things that rears its ugly head in a number of ways. And, and one of those ways is that violence is perpetuated because people live in a, in a class system in which they feel like certain people are beneath them. Or they feel that certain people are a threat to their way of life, yeah. and and that those people need to be eliminated because they represent a threat to their way of life. But it, it, at the end of the day, it, it, it's the society itself is sick. We we talk shit about yeah. mental illness, and and there's you know it's an excuse that we throw in for a lot of people. They have to be mentally ill right. in order to kill someone. Shit, mm-hmm. all of us are mentally ill, and and almost understandably so. Yeah. So it's a, but that's a, it's a, it's a conversation that is, it, it needs to be had in the open and it, it needs to be addressed. And I honestly do not have the answer for what needs to be done. I don't have the answer the nor the bandwidth. Yeah. Like I, I, and that's part of it. And that's part of it. When people say, oh, there's going to be talk about, talk around it for a while and then nothing, it's because, People don't naturally have the bandwidth for these things. It's bad that instead of talking about how we can stop people from shooting each other, it, it, there's more talk about how to protect yourself or, or running drills in classrooms right. on what to do in the eventuality that it happens. Right. Like that, that, shit, is, that shit is corny. It, it's the equivalent of telling women, you know, here's how you, here's how you can stop yourself from, from getting sexually assaulted or raped. Correct. Instead of going to the people that are prepared, that keep doing it, who are doing it, hey, cut the shit or you're going to prison. The easiest way to stop rape is to stop raping. This is true. Easiest way to stop gun violence is to stop killing people with guns. I can't argue. But we're, I mean, we're a society that's so obsessed with, with fucking paranoia and always feel like, feeling like someone's coming after you. 
Yeah. Where the, the easiest solution to dealing with someone is not diplomacy, it's to erase them from the from the pl- anyway, I'm getting on my No, soapbox. you're correct. No, you're 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 spot on. It's just It's easier to kill someone than have a conversation with them. Yeah, it's and, and it's fucked up that that's where we're at. Um moving on to lighter fare. Yay. Uh well, kind of lighter fare, depending on how you look at Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan have reportedly broken up. To no one's surprise, I would imagine. <clears throat> so I, on one hand of this, and it, it, I, I can, it's one of these things where I can seem to find a conversation anywhere. Like, on one hand of this, I don't care because. Pretty sure Lori Harvey's going to be all right. Pretty sure Michael B. Jordan's going to be all right. I got up this morning. I was flipping channels. And that movie that Denzel uh, um, directed, A Journal for Jordan, mm-hmm. was on TV. I sat through, I think I sat through about half of it, something like that. Um, He's going to be okay. <laughs> like, I always say this. He will be fine. And he was never not going to be. He was never not going to be fine. He's never. He, Lori Harvey has not gotten over on him. And even if that was the case, he will still go on to continue to be Michael B. Jordan. You know how I know? Because you be watching these romance movies and shit. You can just tell when the lead. I mean, not that they're cheating. I'm not saying that. But the lead when the leading lady and or the leading man are attracted to each other or one is more attracted to the other or whatever. Because I can tell in the photograph, Issa Rae would have gladly fucked Lakeith Stanfield. Um, that same thing, watching Journal for Jordan or whatever, that lady would, under under whatever circumstances would have allowed for her to do so, would have gladly real-life fucked Michael B. Jordan in the trailer. Just would have. You can see it on her face. Can't fake shit like that. And that is literally the look every woman that I know in my personal life looks at Michael B. Jordan. And if that is just a sample size, he is going to be fine. As a matter of fact... He might be he he might be taking it out on some pussy right now. <laughs> I would be. Tim the People's Champ, People's Critic. If you're uh, playing bingo at home, go ahead and take a shot now. <laughs> uh, oh, also I'll, Lori Harvey will be okay, and Lori Harvey will absolutely be okay. She just she just didn't renew that nigga's contract. That's all. It's been about a year. Their, their branding experiment is now over. You know, Michael B. Jordan has proven that, yes, he can date black women. And, and yes, Lori Harvey has proven that, yes, she can date niggas that ain't future. See, and I'm not even, and, and, and I'm, you know what, and I, I'm not one of those. There was a lot of talk about, like, there were some people that were like, oh, this is a, this is, oh, this was just a marketing ploy. I am people. Now, granted, I am not one. I and I'm not one of those to assume that about a lot of these relationships because I still think these people are people. 
But you might be in a branded relationship if, <laughs> if there's always a photographer following you. Uh, but uh, uh, there's people following. There, well, you're, there's people following you regardless. Princess Diana was not in a branded relationship. Uh, that's nah, yeah, because you got to take that with because you got to take those with those. You got like you have to at least consider them. You know what I'm saying? And when you're at this point in the digital era, there will always be someone with a camera every single where you go. Drake was just randomly at a at, at a bar somewhere and had to be a part of someone's like episode of their live just to just to say hi, thanks for the love and have a shot with them. So there's going to be a camera everywhere you go, no matter what, period. And by the way, Drake is so fucking, Drake is so fucking delicate. The girl, the, did you see this shit? The girl was like, she was, he was like, well, what do y'all drink? Well, let, let's do a shot. What do y'all drink? She was like, oh, I need some Jack. He was like, and, and he was like, oh, I got to have tequila. And they were like, word? And when, when the bartender asked him, he goes, 42, chilled. You're so fucking delicate. And then he didn't even take the whole shot. He didn't even drink the whole shot. He took a nice, delicate sip. You could, like, like you, you, the ice cubes clinking together literally sounded like, baby. <laughs> Drake is so fucking fancy and delicate, man. Anyway, so I am not one of those people because this whole thing about oh well, oh it's oh them being together is just a publicity stunt. If there was ever anybody in the universe who does not need more attention and does not need to fabricate more attention, it is Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I. Killmonger. No. We're still calling him Killmonger. What has it has it been five years? Twenty seventeen, I guess. Yeah. Has it been? Yeah. Five years later, we are still saying hey auntie and calling him Killmonger. He does not need more attention, y'all. He doesn't. And he doesn't and if he did, he doesn't need to fabricate it. He can literally walk outside his house remove his shirt and attention will be gotten. Yeah. That's Michael B. Jordan. As a matter of fact, I, I, I always hearken back to one of the greatest internet jokes I have ever heard in my life. When somebody, when somebody said, Michael B. Jordan belongs in a museum and someone replied, it's me. I am a museum. Hmm. That could, you know what? That's air horn worthy, actually. Because that, that's funny. Um, no, I don't. And, and then a lot. And then the the part that bothers me more is the people calling Lori Harvey a hoe. Still, fam. Still, I, I forgot. Niggas are mad because they can't have her, so they gotta they gotta hate women. Niggas are mad because they can't have her, or if they talk like this, really any other pussy. Honestly, yeah, I, it, it's just, it's dumb. It's dumb. 
Y'all are really calling this woman a hoe for being in a relationship, a monogamous committed relationship, a monogamous publicly committed relationship, not being in that relationship anymore, getting with a new person in a monogamous committed relationship publicly for a year and then deciding that's a, that they had a good run and and break it up. This is literally the same shit y'all do in, every, in a three-week cycle on these apps. Yeah. Y'all don't even make it to the we-go-together phase. Y'all cycle through each other in three-week increments. Honestly, the cuffing season shit is, 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 is an understatement. Cuffing week? <laughs> cuffing month at best. Cuffing month tryouts. <laughs> Fuck out of here. The cuffing combine. But the girl who got in a relationship, got out of a relationship, and then got in a new relationship with a completely different nigga, is a hoe? Or is run through? What the? Then what the fuck does that make y'all? Y'all definitely run through out here. Don't even. And the only reason I'm saying this is because niggas know. Niggas know. Not only do they know, they know the next nigga business. They know how long that relationship lasted because they didn't wait till it was over to be in the DMs. And the fucked up thing is, y'all call the girl a hoe, y'all call the girl a, a man-eater and all that shit, with the exception of Future, none of these niggas seem to have any notes. And Future took a long time to say that shit, and that was just to sell an album. None of these niggas seem to have any notes. I don't remember Puffy having anything to say. I don't remember, and sorry, y'all. I'm not calling him love. I'm not calling him Diddy Love. I'm not calling him none of that shit. He is Puff. Puff didn't have nothing to say. The girl dated his, him and his son. And they still didn't have shit to say about her. I would be shocked if Michael B. Jordan had anything negative to say about her. Uh, nah, he won't say shit about her. Meanwhile, you niggas on these apps, these bras don't have anything good to say about you. But Lori's a hoe? Well, Cut the shit. I, I think the dead horses beat. Niggas, yeah. niggas need to worry about why they're not getting any and, and not worry about who other people are fucking. That's really what everything boils down to. Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels left y'all with nothing but a dry ass phone. <laughs> he did. Yeah, the Godfather, the Godfather did y'all dirty. Um, speaking of Diddy, uh, supposedly Diddy is um, teaming up. He's entered into a deal with Motown um, to start his own R and B label called Love Records. All of them niggas is working. I don't know who he signed or if he signed anyone. I can tell you right now, all of them niggas is working for free. I don't know why anybody. <laughs> knowing his thorough history of not giving people their money. Is he, bring, is he bringing back day 26? 
I I would highly doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I I think they've done all they can do on that contract. Unless they got another album on that contract, I think day twenty six is done. Good I, for them. I think all of them got out with with all their shit intact. Uh, same, I believe, for Danny Kane. Yep, now we get to get introduced to a whole new generation of young talent that gets grifted <laughs> by PDD Love. Just just ask just ask Elliot Ness. Swore he was gonna be the new smack champ. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Anybody that wants to sign with Puff needs to talk to the locks first. Ooh. Ooh, well said. Yes, just saying. They're the only ones. <laughs> they're the only ones that made it out and got their shit back and made it out alive. Yeah, got on that Rough Riders tour, got on stage and started ripping them shiny shits off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll I, we'll see. But out, I'm I'm interested to see who of note gets signed to Love Records. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's a terrible name. That's a horrible name. Sounds like some old shit on the Jackson 5 cartoon. Yeah, you forgot they had a cartoon. No, I remember. I, I, I forgot the name of the label. but I, I remember. I actually liked that cartoon. I, that, I, I would admit. That cartoon was fun. Yeah. Now, that was back when you could just you could just be a brand name and have a brand name cartoon about absolutely nothing. Nothing. And the shit be just fun. It was just Scooby-Doo with Jackson characters. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Mr. T had a cartoon. He did have a cartoon. He did have that, yes. Apparently nobody wanted to see the adventures of Clubber Lang. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here's a fun one. No, this is not fun. Uh, trigger war- as a matter of fact, wow. as a matter of fact, trigger warning. Uh, another another accuser has stepped up to accuse Bill Cosby of sexual assault. Mm. Uh, a young lady stepped up and was like, apparently, when she was fourteen or something, um, he was. I don't know, Bill, under the guise of trying to like of saying he was going to like mentor her or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, took her family, took her family to I don't know meet some celebrities or whatever whatever shit Michael Jackson used to do to like distract those kids' parents with like meeting Wayne Newton or whatever. <laughs> um, apparently, when she was fourteen, this is a grown woman at this point. When she was fourteen, uh, he asked her to help him fix his tie or something. And when she got close to him, he pounced on her and kept trying to kiss her. Or like or like kiss her all over her face and neck or some shit. Um it doesn't take much unpacking to understand that a I can't even say a pattern is forming. The pattern is there. And it's sad to say nothing is going to happen to Bill Cosby off of this. But that's what I was going to say. Like, nothing's going to happen to him at this point. They're just waiting for him to die. As they should. 
That's just, 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 I, I too waiting for him to yeah. die. At this point, it's just extra stuff to pile in his grave. Because because all the people who are on one side or the other, nobody's converting right. at this point. Yeah, Boosie, Boosie didn't read this and go, oh, shit, you know what, man? This is the last straw. Y'all have made a good point this entire time. I've been tripping. Uh, not going to happen. Um, and it's a damn, sh- it's, it's, it's kind of a damn shame, but if the most we can get is Bill Cosby's legacy being, being tarnished, I'll take that. I'll take that. It, it, I, he ain't gotta, he ain't gotta die a villain. I'm just sick of, I'm just sick of people trying to let him go out a hero. Yeah. Cause he ain't. Um, now here's some fucked up shit. Wendy Williams versus Wells Fargo. Have you read into this? I know you. I yeah. know as somebody who has been in the money markets, uh, this is kind of close to what you. This is kind of close to your wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, Wendy Williams. Y'all know Wendy Williams has been going through some shit, mental health wise, and maybe physical health wise. Um, basically, she went to Wells Fargo and she wanted. To take, she wanted to divest from Wells Fargo. She wanted to take all of her money out of that bank because she would because she could not be sure that her business manager was not colluding with the bank to fuck her over. Um, this has been an ongoing thing actually with Wendy for a while now um, since she stepped away from her show. Is that part of her reluctance to come back to television? Is because um, she says she can't trust anybody on her team. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's. Um... And now that Wells Fargo, and so in response to Wells Fargo, is, is in response to her wanting to pull her money out, Wells Fargo put her under a conservatorship, saying that she wasn't well for saying these things. Is that about right? I... It's it's about right. Yeah, and it's. Um... So Wells Fargo initially declined to turn their assets over to her because for whatever reason they, they thought that she was um, unfit to handle her finances and they went to the courts and the courts granted someone as a as a guardian um, to her accounts. Right. Um, and as a matter of fact, it was her former manager that she fired, uh, Bernie Young, her former manager. Oh, I didn't know that. Was the one appointed by the by the court as the guardian. It it, it kind of it, a lot of it reeks of the like the Britney Spears thing, where the the court sided with her father, who said that she was you know unfit to to manage her own estate. Right. It's for me. This is it's, it's kind of weird because it it's. It's really kind of a stretch to see the bank's involvement on this level, because um, my experience with the bank has always been, you know, based on whatever paperwork is on file, <laughs> go with that. Right. And trust me, there have been plenty of times where I've dealt with clients who I had many a question about in terms of their 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 uh, mental soundness. But if the paper says they can have their money, give them their money. It ain't mine. Correct. It ain't my problem. Um, now, with that said, karma is a bitch. 
and as, agreed. As, as 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 wrong as it is for the bank to intervene like that, Karma's a bitch. Well, and I and I agree. I don't give a fuck about Wendy Williams, uh, especially not with her track record. Yeah, but I'm mad at the precedent that this can potentially set for other people. Correct. But also uh, fuck Wendy Williams. That because the precedent the precedent is scary. Yeah, because people already want to divest from a lot of these banks, and well, just fuck it. I'll take my chances at a credit mm. union, kind of thing. And the fact that the bank has this kind of power, unchallenged. Is frightening. Have your paperwork together, folks. That's all Please I can say. Please have your paperwork together. Have your paperwork together. Have your paperwork together. Sometimes, if you can afford it, which not many people can, have a lawyer. Have a good lawyer on deck. There's a lot of a lot of free resources out there that can they can show you how to, you know, properly structure your, um, your estate with regards to finances, right? In, in your in your bank accounts. A lot of good free resources out there that can show you how to protect yourself. And more importantly, y'all, um, you know, it, it's a topic that no one ever wants to talk about. But really look at how estates need to be set up when people pass. Yep. Um, a lot of y'all don't realize if you don't have beneficiaries listed on your accounts. So if your parents or your, your elders who ever pass and they don't have beneficiaries listed on their accounts. Makes it difficult for the bank to give you the money. Even if you even if you show a birth certificate proving that you are the child of whoever that is, like there are certain discussions that y'all need to have now to make sure that um, there is a seamless transfer of the estate, and it's a lot easier than you think. You're correct, but I'm not going to give you the info for free. <laughs> <clears throat> not on this side of paywall, buddy. Um, I have to set up my own paywall for that one. Oh shit. Um, pay me in Bitcoin. <laughs> God damn, that got quiet, didn't it? Mm. That Bitcoin shit. Mm -hmm. I got quiet to the motherfucker. Died on the vine. Uh, see nobody buying gas with, with with Bitcoin. I have not seen a single person trying to figure out how many how, how many uh, how many times at the pump they can get out of one seventeenth of a Bitcoin. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, oh, oh, that was the other thing, um, that I was not in the original rundown. Ubar <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Ubar Johnson that got caught out there, boy. Let's go. Ubar jo Johnson has been exposed as consorting. Thou consorteth. With white women. With a snow bunny. Got him, coach. We saw him. Oh, man. And, and, and he's staying true to form. Because it was the most average, gaunt-faced-looking white woman he could find <laughs> in the fucking mall. Um, fam. This. And then, and the cover-up was so, was so bad. It was so weak, dog. He was like, oh, yes, I was sighted at the mall. I was talking to a non-African woman. Um, I, she was a vendor. Yes. What did, she, what did he say? Selling candles or some shit? Mm -hmm. she, was, she was a vendor selling some candles. I was doing a business transaction, exchanging information. Oh, you know, you was doing a transaction all right. 
<laughs> oh, I bet you. I bet you transact. I bet you transacted the yeah. fuck out of shit last night. Last night, boy, in a transaction over by the free sample of bourbon chicken. <laughs> your, your your food court in the food court if y'all don't have free samples of bourbon chicken, right? Or orange chicken. Wherever I go, it's always the bourbon chicken. You try a bourbon. I was about to do a very racist caricature. Sorry. Yep. 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 Let me. Let yep. me. I will stop. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, try, stop I'll just stop you. Self censored. Um. Yeah. No. He was. He. First of all, all this shit about a vendor. I didn't see any. I didn't see any merch in her hands, Mm-mm. and that looked strangely like a food court. What I did see is Umar Johnson look over and realize that he was being recorded. And suddenly become uncomfortable. <laughs> First time I've ever seen Ubar uncomfortable in front of a camera. Well. Well. Yeah. yeah. First time <laughs> I've ever seen him look uncomfortable uh, of, of someone else's volition. Um, yeah, Ubar caught out here with these white women, man. We and, and let me tell you, the paradigm must be shifting. Umar was seen with a white woman. I just read a post from Joe Budden where Joe Budden was upset because a a strip club that he frequents, apparently, Mm -hmm. was promoting their whole lineup of Latin women. And they're traditionally a black, a black-owned bar. Okay. And he was upset about this. He was like, not only did y'all really go and get all Latin women, they all look exactly the same. And this is kind of gross. And, you know, whoever the promoter is is a piece of shit. Is Joe Budden saying this? And, and sure enough, people got in the comments and was like, fam, when Joe Budden is sick of Latin women, we have to have a real talk about where <laughs> we at as a people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joe Button sick of looking at Latin women. Umar is looking at white women. Something's happening out here. The culture is in retrograde. As a matter of fact, that is the name of this episode. Culture is in retrograde part two. Because <laughs> I've named the shit that before. Okay. Um, I that's a good place to put a pin in it. Take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You know how we do. Uh, this is sober conversation for the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. I was gonna press the whole wrong button. <laughs> y'all, y'all not gonna catch me slipping this week. Clap, white people. We're back. We're black. We're opinionated. And we're drinking straight water, man. There's some hold in the house. There's some hold in the house. All I know is I'm going to be, all I know is I'm going to be on a beach in two months. And I, I have to get right accordingly. I have to act accordingly. All right. And if so, then he, he is a witness. He saw me walking here with a fucking salad. Did walk in with a salad. And last week I was, last week I was eating I was eating fish, uh, salmon, 
in particular, mm-hmm. you haters. Why they mad? Um, you know, it's very good salmon. It's good for you. Um, I'm on this water, man. Mm-hmm. Um, how was how was how was your your your, your Friday turn up though? Oh, the Friday night re up. I had I had. Let's see. I had some lightly liquored tea that I that that I that I made myself. <clears throat> I, when you say lightly, like I mean, when I say lightly, I mean like genuinely. I only had, I had like it wasn't even the Arizona joint. It was like the little the little pure. The, what is it called? The half drop, pure drop, whatever. Where it's like the least amount of sugar they can put in the shit. I forgot yeah. what the brand is called. It, it's everywhere though. Um, I, I, sometimes I drink the Gold Peak slightly sweet. Th- th- that shit. There you go. Um, and just just a little just a little bit of whiskey in there. <clears throat> um, take the edge off, but not get wasted. Uh, I've also. I I've had to give up. Uh, I haven't given it up, but um, I had to chill on the the clear on the tequila. What nigga be out of there? What? Well, I have to chill at least until the fuckery in August. <laughs> Cause you, I mean, it's just oh, it's just overkill. Tequila in general is overkill. You just be out of there. Um. And after not much helpings either, yeah. Um, this just this just in for real. Uh, I'm seeing this coming up on the on the the, the rounds right now. Metro Boomin's mother killed by husband in murder suicide. Jesus Christ! What the fuck is going on? This starting to sound like the no, the local news over here, man. This shit is sounding mad depressing. Uh, yeah, I was well, I was looking for, I was, you know, I always just comb a little bit to see if I missed anything, and I I didn't want to report on what I, what apparently is Lori Harvey removing all images of Michael B. Jordan from her IG, um, and vice versa. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, it's what you do when the branding experiment is over. Well. I'll give you that. Uh, I will say, um, I will, I will shout out uh, Devin Haney uh, last night who whooped uh, Cambusis, who uh, whooped Cambusis mm. ass in the in the uh, the lightweight the lightweight title match. Uh, Devin Haney tore his ass off the bone. Uh, TKO, I believe. Mm. Okay, whooped the beat the brakes off of that Australian boy. Is this boxing or is this UFC? This is boxing. Okay. This is boxing. Uh, you there was UFC, but you have to you had to go to ESPN Plus to watch the shit. Got you. I'm actually a. I, I think I'm about to drop ESPN Plus. I don't use it for much. Every now and then I watch a forty for forty, <clears throat> thirty for thirty. Yeah, I. Um, I mean, I got it as part of the bundle. Yeah, but I haven't really. I've I've used it also to watch much of the thirty for thirty um, catalog. That's about it. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, it's time for white people must be stopped. Hey, hey. This is why I don't fuck with white people. All right. Um, 
Oh, it's it some more depressing shit. I don't, you know what? Yeah, no, we have to talk about this. I, it, we at least have to acknowledge this because um, we don't acknowledge uh, black women enough. <clears throat> Not us in particular, mm-hmm. but we don't acknowledge black women being harmed uh, by the police as much as we need to. Like, even the people that we do talk about, I feel like just don't get as much burn. I, I feel like Breonna Taylor is a new is a is a is a more recent uh increase in that. Mm-hmm. Uh but there was a woman, um Leona Hale, I want to say her name was. Um I'm looking for it right now in Kansas City, I believe, that she was pregnant and unarmed and she was shot and she was shot by the police. Um a day or two ago, I believe. Where is it? Oh, okay. Here's here's the local Kansas City news on it. Uh, Leona Hale, the woman shot by police uh, last Friday in Kansas City, has been booked into the Jackson County Detention Center. This is notable as it indicates she has been released from the hospital. Leona Hale has been charged with unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful use of a weapon, uh, and resisting a lawful detention. Uh, Hale had had her first court appearance 1 p.m. today. This is as of Friday. Um, her next court appearance will be Thursday afternoon. Um, now, from what I've seen uh, as the story developed on social media, because when these things happen locally, a lot of times people on the ground and locally are the ones updating by the minute. Um, she did not have... A gun. Not surprised. Or, or at least she was not brandishing the firearm in her hand, and she was pregnant. Uh, for what I understand, the baby is unharmed. But this just goes to show they don't give a fuck out here. They do not give a fuck. Somebody tried to. Somebody tried to challenge me. With some respectability politics bullshit, and I'm telling you, you can literally, like, it is just assumed usually in our in, pol- in the politer parts of our society that pregnant women are and should be treated a little differently. You know what I mean? Like, with like, I don't. Even, it bothers me to see a pregnant woman walking too fast. Like, when I was at the downtown branch the first time, um, the the lady that was acting manager right there was pregnant. She was super pregnant. Like, and was pregnant with twins, I believe. I, I think she just had her kids, actually. Uh, shout out. Uh, yeah, shout out to her. Um, but she was running the branch almost by herself and was back and forth a lot. She was practically jogging. She was like five, five, five months, six months in. It was uncomfortable to see. And people just naturally treat you, especially when you're ready to pop, a little more delicately. So the mentality that law enforcement would have to have 
handling a pregnant woman. That fucks with me. I mean, do we know all the details of, of, of the incident? Of the arrest? No. Yeah, because, I mean, the bottom line is the, the police are supposedly well-trained law enforcement officers who, who should have the ability to assess threats. And Apparently the they can assess threats uh, mm. well enough to uh, not do anything at all sometimes. That is correct, as we saw a couple weeks ago. Correct. They, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this very sarcastically, of course, um, regardless of whether she was pregnant or not, they once again failed to properly read a situation and shot an unarmed person who most likely happened to be very obviously pregnant. Correct. So it's still, fuck the police. Fuck 12 all day, every day. Uh, that's... That's an open and shut case for real. Yeah. Um, uh, in lighter white people must be stopped fair. I put this on the rundown because I think it's funny. Morbius? Jared Leto's superhero, second attempt at being a superhero or whatever. They re-released Morbius in theaters and it flopped worse than it did the first time. Don't let you, don't let your people get you gassed up. People started that little stupid ass hashtag trend or whatever. Morbin time. <laughs> is that a real thing? It's not. Well, the 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 bullshit is. Yeah, right. Like people, <laughs> I, I guess Sony Sony doesn't understand what sarcasm is, and Sony was like, oh, the people want Morbin time. <laughs> Guess what, guys? For one weekend only, we're going to put Morbius back in a thousand theaters. <laughs> to which everyone replied, oh, we, we were actually just kidding. Sorry. How do you, No one showed up for that shit. How do you re-release some shit that flopped worse than the first time? Fam, they said, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true or not, but, if they, but judging from the box office sales... A total of maybe 4,000 people total went to see Morbius. That's a fucking shame. Yeah. More people than that went to see Miles Teller and Fantastic Four. I mean, they shouldn't have. Oh, damn. I was one of the people that went to see it. Damn. Really? I'm not going to lie. I... I saw it. I mean, I, I I was curious too. I saw it. I, I went just, to see it. Right. It was not good. No, it was not. I also went and saw Morbius because my niece wanted to go. I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Did you? You have a niece that wants to be at the that wants to be at these things, yeah. good or not, and wants to and wants to expose herself yeah. more to that genre. So. That is understandable. Here's what I will say, though, and not, and not to go back. Morbius was not good, but it's not as bad as most people think it is. Well, there's always a little bit of that. I'll give it. There's always a little bit of that. We always, we're always going to give it more of a beating, it, it, even if it's bad. We're always going to give it more of a beating than maybe it deserves. Uh, Green Lantern was the same way. 
No, Green, <laughs> Green Lantern was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Green Lantern was bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this man created shitty. a roller coaster to land a helicopter. That was shitty. Out of Fam. all the things that he could have done with the ring. That wasn't even the shittiest part about Green Lantern. I could, I could go on for... <clears throat> that might have to be a Patreon. We might have to we might have to dedicate a Patreon nope. just to some of the bad superhero movies. Oh, okay. I thought you were through. talking about just for if it was just for Greenland, I'd be like, no, no, no. You don't do that one, y'all. No, <laughs> just to some of the bad superhero movies we've sat through. Because between us, I'm sure there are many. Let's just say I've seen all of them. Yeah, I could pretty I could pretty much assume I've seen them all. No, I haven't. I haven't because I've never watched Venom one or two. Oh shit! Yeah, that might be Patreon today. Um, uh, so yeah, send your racist stories, send your real life racist encounters, uh, send your listener letters and all that shit. Um, questions you have for myself, D. Randall, or anyone you ever hear on this podcast, send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com, or you can log on to opinionswhileblack.com. We can find uh, ways to listen to us, more information about uh, Houston's Most Savage podcast, ways to buy merch, and ways to become, please consider becoming a patron of our official Patreon series. Every tier is under is under 10 bucks. Every tier. Under ten bucks. Let's go. You cannot you cannot deny that. If you like what you're hearing here and you have five bucks on you or eight bucks, that's worth extra content per month. We record the shit we talk about before we before we start before we record the episode. <laughs> we've got episodes we've got bonus content past that um, I, I have an idea I'm actually going to uh, throw Randall's way after we're done for just some extra content because the turnout in the first couple of days was impressive to me and I like you guys you get to talk to us on discord whenever Ooh. <clears throat> um, I know everybody's still getting warmed up in there. Uh, still uh, taking advantage of that. But there, there's no downside to Patreon, man. It's cheap. It's cheaper than I gave it credit for, actually, because everyone's, everyone that has signed up so far, mm-hmm. um, this is more analytics than the audience needs to know, has signed up for the first tier. I mean, he signed up for the highest tier. Oh, wow. Yeah, all of them. <clears throat> Amazing. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are really MVP, real MVPs out here, man. Uh, cheers to y'all. Uh, we will be back with uh, more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know how that goes. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Mm-hmm. Easily. I, I can't think of more savagery I hear locally in a week. <clears throat> Uh, pour up.
you know, I, this has nothing to do with nothing. Just between me and you, I was trying to do your. Th- you know, you have your rule about a new show and how, like, you try to give you try to give a new show three episodes mm-hmm. to slap. Yeah, or not, or not. Right. I did not. I tried. I did not make it to episode three of the Time Traveler's Wife. Oh, that's a series. They have made HBO has made a series out of this shit. I thought it was just a movie. <laughs> it wasn't. Now it was a movie. It was it, that movie was based on a book, a very a very popular book. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, popular, better written book. Um, I have a dear friend of mine who swears by it. Um, and anybody that's worked in a bookstore has seen numerous copies of The Time Traveler's Wife, guaranteed. And now they have a, they're like, and Stephen Moffat does it. The, um, the Doctor Who guy. Mm-hmm. Stephen Moffat uh, is a showrunner, and it is starring Rose Leslie, the wildling Deborah Messing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Theo James. He's the good look he's the good looking guy in everything. He's Kate Beckinsale's new good looking boyfriend in the Underworld movies. Okay. That dude. He's what's the name? Good looking guy in the Divergent movies. Um and it only furthers my opinion that Theo James is not good in anything ever. It's so bad. And they put wigs on him, fam. The wigs are the worst part. The oh, woo, It's bad. I was going to save it for Patreon, but I had to get it off my heart. The Time Traveler's Wife. I try, Also, because I try to focus on content that I like, mm-hmm. I was so offended Yikes. by how bad the Time Traveler's Wife was. It's hideous. The the wigs, the wigs they put this no acting motherfucker in alone mm-hmm. are worth my ire on air. When he's when he's young, they put him in this stupid ass hippie wig. Oh God, they do the oh man, they do the, the they do the camera confessionals. They do the reality TV confessional narration for it. Where both of them are telling the story from when they're old, but in the book he doesn't get old. Well, I don't know. I don't know how time travel works anymore because they don't. It's so bad. It's bad. I, I was I was shocked. So basically, if if you were smart enough, you could just dip in and out of your gal's life. He doesn't have control say, over it, and just say, "Hey, yeah, yeah," uh, an even better excuse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry. I was I was bouncing around through time. Sorry, la- I was in the, the future again for the last five or six years, and and, and yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm still the same age. Yeah, um, there's a, all that. Meanwhile, there's a whole other timeline where he's like won the lottery, is the president, and is currently fucking Angelina Jolie. And imagine being <laughs> snatched out of that timeline. <laughs> And Damn, you- got to go back to my fucking marriage. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. It's super bad. I feel bad for everybody that isn't Theo James that is involved in this show. 
I do. So you would probably call this show Nothing Nowhere All at Once. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That was okay. Yeah, you got me. That was a good one. That was bars. Um, (laughs) God damn it. That's what I do. And we're sober, by the way. (laughs) It is time for Lister Letters, y'all. No. We have Lister Letters from... Night shift flexing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Currently, my favorite white person of 2022, expiring December 31st, 2022. Are we going to do that for the for the the end of year awards? Are we going to have a favorite white person? No. 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 They okay. don't deserve it. Spaniels <laughs> while black. God damn it! Hit the, Good reminder. Okay. Uh, Night Shift Flexen wants to know, what is something you changed your stance on after learning more about it? Ooh. <sighs> That's deep. Also, I'm loving the new Patreon. Everybody reading this needs to join ASAP. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that I changed my mind on after learning more about it. <clears throat> hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm I like gonna, it. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say eating medium rare steak. Tell me more. All my life, all my life, I was raised to eat well done steak. Uh, likewise, it's it's what I it's what I was was grown to uh, to know. I, I didn't know anything outside of it. Same, and I, I was always raised to believe that the meat should be brown throughout. Right, and as I became older and became more exposed to, because otherwise you'll get a tapeworm and it'll kill you. Oh, they do you like that? I'm sorry. That, I mean, that's how that's what we were told. Yes, I, I thought you were stating that as fact. Right? Uh, no, no, no. Well, no, that's yes, that's what we were told. It has to be cooked thoroughly, or else you get a tapeworm and die. Yeah. Um, and as I got older and got into the world and began paying for my own food, um, you know, people started taunting me. Sir, what's it like le- eating beef jerky <laughs> every time you get a steak? That, and that's dramatic. Y'all. How does it's your shoe? How does your shoe leather taste, sir? These assholes. Let me pick my drink up from the table while you try to cut your meat. This is going to shake the fuck out the table. I hate dickheads who do this. I do. I swear I do. They did it from a place of love. Because over time, that well done steak would go to medium well, and then it would go to medium. Oh shit! And I currently enjoy my steaks medium. I'm not yet on the medium rare or rare side of things. A good a good pink center. Yeah. You know, with some juices popping yeah. out, you know. That I I fuck with it. So it, it, it took it took courage. It took it took listening and it took the trust of people who, who had my best interests at heart. Um I've been exposed to a medium well steak. I, I have. I, 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 I came around. Yeah. Very recently, actually. Um, 
when the when the the big freeze happened mm-hmm. last year, Snowmageddon, we were and uh, we were staying with some white people that were nice enough to have us in. I remember that. Yeah. Um, the husband <clears throat> is like a master chef, mm. and was actually what inspired me to start learning to cook uh, better via TikTok and and uh, uh, YouTube. Got gotcha. Um, he cooked the best. It was a. It was like it was like medium. It was like medium well kind of delicious. Perfect. Cut right, cut right into it. Wonderful. And now, I specifically shop for air fryers that can replicate this, uh, without me fucking it up. Mm. Uh, I just bought a new air fryer, and they do so many things now. And there's so many that are geared towards what you want to do and what kind of meat you cook. And, yeah. And I can replicate this now. I haven't tried it out yet. Um, I got to make some, I got to buy a whole other fucking table unit to put it on. But anyway, I digress on that. Um, I will say one thing I've, I, I, there, there's two things I've come around on. One is a frivolous, nerdy thing. And one is a serious thing. Uh, the serious thing is women. I and I say this because, um, probably it probably since my like twenties, and I didn't realize there's less clemency among women for this now. But my my opinions on women, I will say, 10, 12 years ago we're not the same as my opinions now. Not even 10, 12 years ago. I'll go back like 13, 15 years ago. The 2008s. Well, I would hope. And Well, in, in what way has it changed? I guess I should ask. There was just a lot that I didn't know. Of. Like, feminism was a, was a scary word to me. Not because I hated feminists or anything like that, but... I had never been around feminists for real. So the book on them among black, uh, either black men or black women who are just in the middle. Because I always say I was raised to treat women well. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to realize that I wasn't listening to what was actual, what, what that actually consisted of as well as I could. And there was a lot of assumptions made about what about how women roll because I wasn't exposed to that. You know what I mean? I wasn't exposed to women. So you weren't as much of an ally to women as you are now. Correct. That's what you're saying. Correct. So you used to be, you used to be. I assumed I was doing the right. I'm helping. Used to be the niggas that you hate now, huh? I wasn't quite that bad. Okay. I've, I've never put my hands on a woman. I've never. I. I don't think I've ever called a woman bitch in public. Uh, probably haven't. But there was just a lot of assumptions, right, that I made about how to treat a woman 
that were not based on anything out of out of a woman's mouth that was going through those things. Right. And I was exposed to someone, a few someones, particularly in my time at Half Price, um, were just observing what they go through day to day. Helped a lot, and it made me more simp- it made me more sympathetic. But I actually understood what I was defending. And I think that's the problem, too, is that allies don't always listen enough yeah. to what the problem is to be able to solve it or to be able to at least not be a, 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 a extra hindrance. Correct. And I, so, yeah, exposing myself to different people um, I'm not uh, a young lady in particular whose name I will not say. Uh, I don't think she would want to be embarrassed on my program that way. Um, a young lady who taught me a lot of things that uh, I didn't realize I was being taught because I I had not done the work mm. on myself, uh, much less with anybody else. So. Um, yeah, I definitely, all my opinions about women, black women, do not match my opinions that I had 10 years ago. Good. Um, the frivolous nerdy thing is Grant Morrison and Final Crisis. Um, the first time I read Final Crisis, I thought it was the most batshit crazy shit I'd ever, uh, most batshit crazy fucked up book I had ever read in my life. And fast forward to, I'll say in the past, I gave it another chance probably in the past five years, I think. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Somewhere around when I started reading, uh, when I started writing for Black Nerd Problems, um, which is about 2013, something like that. Um... And I read it again, and it was fucking incredible. And Grant Morrison was just doing things that I didn't appreciate for my level of comic book reading mm. at the time, the first time around. I find, for those of you that don't know what Final Crisis is, um, this, to make a to to make a long story less long, um, basically it's Dark Side wins. Dark Side shows up. And the thing that he craves the most in his existence, the anti-life equation, he uses it to enslave all of mankind and basically defeats the Justice League in one deft stroke. And the heroes that are left on Earth that are not enslaved have to find a way to not only free the Justice League or find whoever's left, they have to they have to defeat Darkseid and so forth and so forth. And there's such epic moments that I, I don't want to just waste time getting into, but there are literally three generations of Flash running through time, chasing down death. Or death was chasing them, I forget which. Um... Batman shoots Darkseid with a god bullet. <laughs> um, 
as his like dying as as his like dying move or something. And Superman also defeats Darkseid with like a song. <laughs> Just a lot of batshit crazy things that sound fucked up when you explain it, but seeing it happen is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I always said that if Zack Snyder knew what the fuck he was doing and they let him do the Snyderverse, all his shit would lead up to Final Crisis, most likely. Um, and I feel there's a, and there's a, you know, there's a few comic books where I didn't like them originally, um, just being pretentious and just not knowing what to look for. And my time as a comic book critic made me look at them differently. Um, I, I went from hating Final Crisis and reading Ultimates 3 mm. to hating Ultimates 3 and loving Final Crisis. Everyone should hate Ultimates 3. It was not good. It was it, it it was the it was the complete antithesis of a slap. It was a slap in the fucking face. Um, that's really our big listener letter. All right. Uh, for the week. Uh, wait. Oh, oh. Somebody, did somebody text me? A, somebody text me a listener letter. Um, I always forget to text y'all. Have you niggas that text me listener letters? Y'all have to go ahead and jump on the social medias, bro. I have to I have to funnel these listener letters into into a few things that I can go around and check easily. Um, scrolling and uh, no round tree no uh, uh, euphonic. I'm not no. We're not doing that. It's a Stranger Things question. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It, it, no, I'm not doing. I that. wouldn't be able to answer. <laughs> I'm not doing that. It, it, right, and I'm not spoiling it for Randall. Um, y- y'all know what to do. Opinionswildblack at gmail.com. That is where you find us. Uh, that is where you get in touch with us. You can also find us on the social medias. You know how to do that through opinionswildblack.com, uh, where you can also find uh, an easy path to becoming a patron of our official Patreon. Uh, y'all know what it is. It is time for the top three STFUs. Oh, yeah. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Number three, a returning champion, Amanda Seals. One of my favorite people on earth to hate. Um, Amanda Seals feels a way that she was not included in the... um, what was it in the farewell episode of the real? By the way, no matter how I feel about the real, they kept that shit going for like eight. They kept that shit going for like eight years, bro. Like, keep anything going now for eight years consistently, consecutively, and thank God without Tamar Braxton. Um. <laughs> So, no matter how I feel about that show and their content, salute to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amanda Seals feels a way that she was not included in the in, in the mention of the farewell episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she was not, they didn't note her at all. 
and they did not apparently was not invited to the final, the farewell episode. Um, despite her only being in like three episodes or some shit as a replacement host. Um, and she had some TikTok or some reel where she was like, uh, I noticed this and I have things to say. Let me stop you right there, Amanda Seals. We don't care. We do not fucking care. I, no, no, we're not going to make this a thing. You're going to make it a thing on your podcast because you need shit to talk about, but no, no. This is not going to be a a debacle the way that, the, the way that black Hollywood party shit was that you still talk about. No, we're not doing that. We don't care. Save it. It's fine. Save it. You have that conversation with those girl, with those women who also probably don't give a shit. And y'all let that be the end of that. You know what's crazy is that at some point she has to realize if if everyone feels that way about you, traditionally, it's, it's you. It's you. It has to be you. Like she she's not. It's 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 her. It's her. Like how 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 do you just not get it at some point? Where everywhere you go, once you're done, no one publicly fucks with you. Every across the board, and and not only do the the, the worst part is, it's one thing if people shit talk you. People don't even acknowledge her general existence. That lets you know that she is a shitty person. We didn't even insecure. Issa love everybody. We didn't get to see a, that's a wrap on Amanda Seals. No. <laughs> we didn't get to see that. When, 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 uh, when Yvonne Orgy rapped, there was crying. There was almost a whole episode about her. There rap. was flowers. Yes. When Issa rapped, her friends came on set with flowers and champagne even the guys rapped. The guys. And had made a big deal and hugged it out. Oh, there was, oh, hashtag men secure. Amanda Seals? Crickets. Crickets. We did nothing. No hugs, no none of that. No. It was just, just uh, turning your mask over at desk number three and... <laughs> Talk to Charles on the way out um, about your direct deposit. She felt away. Somebody was probably like, I'm sorry, do you wait, do you work in craft services? Is that what? There should be an HR packet in your trailer. Just make sure <laughs> make sure the door closes all the way behind you on, on the way out. Sometimes you know that latch doesn't catch. Just make sure it closes all the way behind you. And we'll we'll, we'll take care of everything. And please else. unplug everything in the trailer. Yes. Unplug everything. Thank you. Um Have you already packed? You you've already okay. Because okay. yeah, we we we're actually hitching your trailer up tonight. Do we need to uh, do we need to compensate you for a for an Uber? No, no payout. Okay, no fine. No, rem- right. remember you you transport you, you do your own transportation. <laughs> so anything anything above an Uber X, you you, yeah. you have to pay for that shit. <laughs> oh man, it, it must be fucked up to be that. 
to have that little self-awareness. Yeah. None to speak of. Actually, I imagine it's blissful. <laughs> Ignorance truly is bliss. Yes. It's you. I'm sorry. I hate, It's you. And I'm not just saying this because I hate Amanda Seals. It's you. It is. It really is. It's sad. And it's sad that she... I always say she light-skinned talented. There's different... Because there's different expectations. I was for, like, where's the lie? Because there's different expectations. Okay. I mean, Common has benefited from it. Common can rap, though. Common talking about actually, acting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Acting, acting. completely light-skinned talented. Yeah. Yes. Common is just getting by on looking good with a shirt off. That's it. That is it. Amanda Seals cannot rap nor act. Well, she, she can act. She's just a bitch. <laughs> huh? Only moderately funny. Only kind of funny. Uh, sure. I'm going to start making... Well, I laughed a couple of times at that comedy special. Who's? I mean, it's, I, I laughed like twice. I mean, it's an hour, so take that oh, however you, you want. You watched the whole thing? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I did. I was curious. I laughed twice. I laughed like twice. Curious to get you through five minutes. I laughed, I, I laughed twice, and she had some points, none of which were funny, but she had points. All this to say, it's you, baby girl. Shut the fuck up. Please. Number two is Nick Cannon. Now, I did an experiment. I've done an experiment ongoing with myself. I have, I talk a lot of shit about Nick Cannon, and I decided, hey, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Mm-hmm. And I tried to test myself and see if I could figure out anything endearing or redeeming about Nick Cannon. Something to like about him. How much time did you give yourself for it? I, I made a social media post and just people suggested things and I just saw where it shook out. And I would consider what they said and go, oh, no, 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 that, 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 that's not it. Now do another thing. Ah, that's not it either. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing. It's, it's just I felt bad because I feel bad about hating a black man. Yeah. As much as I hate Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? Like. I shouldn't hate any black man on the level with which I I loathe Mark Wahlberg. But yet, people like Nick Cannon, Lil Boosie, and 50 Cent exist. Well, this is true. And you know what? I, I don't hate Boosie. I'm mystified by him. <laughs> he is an enigma. Kevin Samuels. Um no, Kevin Samuels and 50 Cent. Yeah, they got to yeah, go. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, so I tried. And recently, to the point of him being on the list, 
Uh, Nick Cannon did a Joe Budden interview. There's a lot of niggas risking it on Joe Budden, boy. Like, you know, Isaiah Rashad did a Joe Budden interview. I like some of Isaiah Rashad's music. Uh, uh, agree. Me too. That is the... Um, That's it. That right. <laughs> yeah. Probably, um, probably the wrong show to go on if, if you, like, newly revealed your sexuality. Correct. And uh, want to avoid a certain level of controversy. Agreed. Um, and Nick Cannon went on Joe Budden. They devoted like, I mean, they devoted like an hour and a half to this motherfucker. Uh, like that episode, the episode total was like four hours. God damn. Sound like one of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and my thing with Nick Cannon, because the one thing everybody had was like, oh, well, it's all, well, I respect his business acumen. Or they go, oh, well, I respect that he's put people on. I can respect you putting people on. I I aspire to put people on or at least reach back and help them take advantage <clears throat> of the opportunity they may have to podcast. How many Nick Cannon fans are there? None. Uh, have you ever ran into not, someone that, that self-identified as a fan not of Nick one. Cannon? Okay. Not ever. Not ever. And the one and the people that say, "Oh, well, he's not so bad," cannot name me a hot Nick Cannon line. If it's about music, they can't name me a hot Nick Cannon line. Nope. If it's about comedy, they cannot name me a legendary Nick Cannon joke. No, there are no Nick Cannon fans. There are just people that are not mildly annoyed by him. So what was he saying on Joe Budden that was so... Well, the thing uh, that, that bugged me so bad was that he admitted himself. and in the, I mean, he was honest. He admitted himself that a lot of his fame and a lot of the, the influence and, and money that he has accrued is because of connections. Okay. That's about right. I am unimpressed personally. And I want I want us to stop being impressed by that. I'm not talking about networking. Networking will always be a thing. And as we are podcasters ourselves, one of my goals in this summer is outside is opening is to open us up to more networking mm -hmm. because community is based around this ideally, but the connections here, I'm not impressed with what you did while Will Smith had his hands on you. Cause that's how he got in the game was that Will Smith liked him and started taking him further. And he, actually came up with projects that failed and and Will Smith stuck with him and said, oh, well, this is an idea. Call Quincy Jones. Let's set it up. So far, none of this is interesting. It's not. And I was hoping to hear something that where I go, oh, well, maybe he's not so bad. 
No, we just we just get to hear about his ability to impregnate women. And that and and that was the part that bothered me is that he has leaned into this legend as a as a quote sniper, and he thinks he is on the level of shooter that Leo is. He thinks he is on the level of shooter that Drake is. Six God. Really? I, I don't know. Now, granted, Nick Cannon has some names on his list. Kinda. But, no. We're not, no. You don't, no. Also, You're also, not Leo. Yeah, I mean, like, also nobody cares. That's, like, the, I, that's really the important like, part. People, people speculate about Leo, uh, Leo. But honestly, they don't. They don't really care about the names. Yeah, people speculate about Drake, and they sometimes pair him with people. But ultimately, they don't care about the names. It's just funny. And with Nick, no one cares. And Nick has turned this into where this is like, uh, like his person, like like confusing the numbers that he's done with the ladies as a personality. Maybe him getting getting a woman pregnant is the only way that she'll remember him. I swear I think this man is trying to remake Raised by Wolves. You know that shit just got canceled. Mm. Storyline sucks. Well, yeah, it was weird. I was talking about Nick Cannon. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, he is one of the least interesting, famous people I've ever seen. It, it's a, I agree, it's amazing. Like... He's not good at any of the things that he is famous for. Correct. Aside from sex. And I don't know how good he is at, at that. Everybody who got somebody pregnant is not good at sex. He's not funny. He cannot rap. And the only good movie to his credit to date is Drumline. And that was 20 years ago. And he was the worst actor in the movie. Like it wasn't because of him. Correct. It was like it, it, there was every there was every allowance given to him to excel in that movie, and he did not excel. He was just there mm. as a name. I thought Columbus Short was a standout in that. Columbus Short was not in Drumline. He was not. He was in Stomp the Yard. Correct. Which is essentially drum, which is essentially drumline for frats. But Orlando Jones was in drumline. Oh yeah, now he crushed it. Okay, he crushed it, and we never give going. Orlando Jones his flowers. So shout out to him. Actually, actually, as much, actually, I'm going to give Orlando Jones some air horns because if ever there was somebody to play me in a movie, it would be Orlando Jones. Really, real talk. I would love for Orlando Jones to play me in a movie. We're going to have to do that in the Patreon episode because I got to hear about this. He would crush that shit. Um, all this to come back around to Nick Cannon having no real outside of like connections and all that shit that doesn't really matter to me because he doesn't pay me. Mm -hmm. No real worth to me, entertainment-wise. Yeah. So he can go ahead and shut the fuck up. And the number one people, we have a joint shut the fuck up. D.L. Hughley and Monique.
fam, this shit got to stop. This has to stop. Um, have you heard about this? Uh, not really. Okay. D.L. Hughley and Monique, I, I don't know if this is a tour, if this was a one, this was a limited night only thing or what the fuck was happening. But they were billed on the same show. And live show? A same stand-up. live show. Okay. It's live stand up show. <clears throat> and apparently there was some static about who was considered the headliner. Monique was under the impression that she was the sole headliner mm-hmm. and was offended that she had to go after him and got on stage and showed her ass. Um, about not getting her respect from him and did what Monique does, which reminds everybody that she's been in the game for X X long, um, that she has sold sold out this many stadiums, so forth and so forth. And it turned in and that D.L. Hughley wasn't giving giving her her flowers. D.L. Hughley... Not on stage, but on social media, responded. Look, if you didn't feel like you were being treated like a treated like what you were billed as or whatever, my contract says that I that I'm the headliner on this show. It's what my contract says. If you have a problem, you need to you need to go talk to the promoters and shut the fuck up talking to me. Mm. And this turned into Monique. Of course, did not take that well. Fuck you, fuck your family, fuck your family that you've been fucking over for years. And D.L. Hughley's family said, you know what, Monique can eat a dick. Uh, keep my keep keep me and the rest of my family out your motherfucking mouth. Uh, if you got a problem with my daddy, y'all handle that shit. Y- y'all, y'all handle that shit that way. Leave me out of it. Leave me and my mama the fuck alone. Um, and this turned into a big shit show. The reason both of these motherfuckers have to shut the fuck up, up! is because from what I understand, D.L. Hughley has presented his contract Mm -hmm. or his paperwork with the venue or the promoters that says he's the headliner. Monique also has paperwork and contractual uh, paper trail to indicate that she too was billed as a headliner. Mm-hmm. So what it sounds like to me mm-hmm. is that the venue and the promoter did some bad business. Did some bad business and turned these motherfuckers on each other. And they play it right into it. And of course, Monique plays right into it because she's all ego. Now I'm not, and I'm not solely blaming Monique because because DL could have handled it differently too. Yeah. Even though, when you jump out the gate talking crazy to me, I am known to go. You know what? Shut the fuck up talking to me. Find someone else to do. Find something else to do. Find something else. To, find some other way to occupy your time. Because you can come out uh, raising your voice and pointing your finger at me, and that's not going to end well for you. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Leave me alone. I have been known to do this. 
It's not the way to go. It's not the way to go publicly. Monique could have found a better way, a better way to handle this other than just showing her whole ass at her show that people can because people didn't come to see that shit. And you're not doing your fans any justice. At the very least, Dio usually waited waited to waited to go on social media after the show to annoy the piss out of us. And I don't want to make it just solely a Monique thing, but this is my problem with her. And this is the book on her. Dio Hughley is an asshole, is kind of an asshole on his own. And he has he's had some stupid ass shit to say in his day, too. Yeah. And we have definitely gotten on him. But the way it's being framed on social media now is that Monique's not just not getting her respect because she's a black woman. Monique's not getting her respect because this. Monique's never getting her respect and we're never giving her her flowers. This, that, and the third. That is not the case. If Monique is in the right, I would side with her. But at some point, there has to be some kind of accountability or culpability for the part you play in this bullshit. Because it didn't have to get to this level. And you came right out the gate at a show that people paid for doing this. This is my problem. And this and 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 I'm not saying that I've and I'm not saying that there's not a book on Monique that is unfair because she's a black woman. I'm sure there is. But she plays a part in some of this shit too. And there are sometimes and, and there are sometimes when everybody ain't wrong, and a lot of people feel like you do this all the time. A lot of people that you work with seem to have the same shit to say about you in this regard. All, all of this really comes down to a conversation. I've, you know, I've, I've experienced similar situations quite a bit, you know, back in the day with, with making music. Oftentimes when we toured, we were paired with people who were kind of on the same, I guess, level of popularity as us. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't always necessarily delegated as far as who, who's headlining and, and who's support, you know, the support act or whatever. And, and oftentimes right before we would start the tour, we would, we would, we would sit and talk with each other and go like, all right, so how are we going to do this? And, Oftentimes we would we would alternate headlining or, or whatever the arrangement was, and and I think sometimes that there are. But I, I think regardless, the, the conversation needs to be had. And, and if they both received paperwork that said they headlined, they, it, again, it still should have been a conversation before they even started. Of let's uh, let, let's make sure you know this is what it is. Oh, yours says this. Well, mine says this too. Let's talk to someone about it and straighten it out. Um, it's it's just good business to do so. I I remember us being on tour years ago. It's like either either oh one or oh three. Mm. It was uh, our group, Black Alicious, Talib Kweli, KRS One, and you know we were all kind of in the back before the first show in New Orleans, talking about you know kind of going over the song order. And I mean, I'm putting it out there. Your boy Kwali was, you know, he 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 came into the room presuming that he would headline. 
unsurprising. And, you know, c- citing the fact that he had an album that was that he was dropping soon and he should be the one to headline. And KRS-One's DJ was in the room at the time and was like, well, maybe you should talk to Chris about that because <laughs> the presumption is, that, you know, KRS-One is the, the more senior. He's the legendary, you know, person in the place. And he's, uh, quite honestly, the main draw of the little tour that we were doing. And he goes and he has a conversation, and Kwali comes back not very happy, and he wants to speak to the manager type shit. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the tour agent basically told him, uh, fuck what you thought. Karis one is the man. He's headlining. Um, if you disagree, you can go home. And when I tell you that first night of the show when we, you know, you – I can't remember if it was us or or Black Alicious first. I can't remember, but it didn't matter because then Kwali went and then Karis One went and then you saw very clearly who should have headlined. But thank goodness there was a conversation because someone would have been out there looking weak, dog. Yep, um, looking real stupid. You know, instead of instead of DL and, and Monique sitting here screaming back and forth about, I, I mean, I don't know who you talk to, but all I know is this. Are y'all giving people a good show as y'all are doing all this shit? Like, do we really need all the back and forth and all the drama and all this shit? Like, either, either, either settle the shit or shut the fuck up. I mean, good show is relative. If we're talking about, like, <clears throat> the third funniest no, we're talking about the fourth funniest king of comedy. Right. <laughs> For whatever that's worth. Right. Um, I, so, all in all, nobody, nobody wins these things. Nobody, nobody outside of you two ever really wins these things. It's probably a good signal for both of y'all to just Maybe go behind closed doors, have a grown-up conversation like people in their uh, 50s and 60s, and shut the fuck up. Y'all, like, this is doing nothing for the culture. Not that I I think Monique is particularly invested in the culture anyway. This is the same chick who was was mad at women for wearing bonnets at the fucking airport and defended racist-ass Roseanne. Uh, but that's a different conversation. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? We sure as hell did. We did the fuck out of a podcast. Yeah, I gotta tell you, we're almost we're about four years in. Four years this month, huh? This month, man. Wow, yeah. four years. Almost, we're, we're headed towards two hundred episodes. A merch line, a consistent merch line, a Patreon, and things to come. Some of y'all haven't seen y'all's kids in that long. <laughs> mm. And that's not a flex. Well, it is kind of a flex, but only because four years ago, a chick really told me I couldn't do any of these things because my reach wasn't strong enough. Is she a listener? She is not. Uh, she knows. Uh, she's got people that listen. 
It, that's which is sad. Take that however you want. We should invite her on the show. Never. Damn. Never. I only invite people on the show of merit that have talent. Um, wow. And there's a difference between being talented and being mediocre and just from New York. Um, you just described. So self edit. They call that a comeback. They call that a callback. Yeah, let me. Um, we gotta go. We gotta go do Patreon real quick, guys. It's been an honor and a pleasure again. Um, it's always a pleasure to entertain you, motherfuckers. Um, I want to thank everybody that's wasted no time, particularly Chef. Hibersol was like the... I hadn't announced Patreon or posted anything in the Patreon yet. I had only launched the page. He and Rob Montgomery Jr., with no prompting or announcement, found it and jumped on immediately. Um, and then people were to follow. I love all of y'all. Th- from the bottom of my heart, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna do our damnedest to keep it interesting. Um, church announcements, D. Randall. Uh, yeah, just because COVID is basically over doesn't mean y'all can stop washing your hands. Please, 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 God, continue washing your hands, please. Hands washed. And the mask. Don't throw them away. Don't throw the mask out. Don't let them collect dust. Make good decisions. Yeah. When you go out in the world. Um, other than that, we'll be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know how we do it. Um, this has been episode 184. 184 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. Still D. Randall. As always in parting. Titties. Oh, that was about to again about to hit the wrong button. Clap, white people. What? No white people clapped. <laughs> Sick of your shit. <laughs> I will have arrived when they, when I could when I could just tell a real studio audience of white people to clap. Oh, bye, niggas. <laughs>